0: Welcome to the Like, Bite, and Share podcast, brought to you by Schweid & Sons. Learn the secrets of food and hospitality marketing from some of the best professionals in the food business. Here are your co-hosts, Rev Ciancio from Schweid & Sons and Brad Garoon from BurgerWeekly.com. Hey, Rev! We're at the Black Iron Burger Civil War Burners. I'm stoked, man. This is uh, my favorite event of every year, because it's my co-branded event with you at O'Shweid rather, uh, during New York City Burger Week, and Black Iron Burger is my favorite burger joint. Uh, are you excited for these burgers? Uh, I am. Uh, funny story, though. I could not come up with an idea for this event. I had to go to you. Yeah, that's fine. But We didn't actually end up using my idea for the event. So, full disclosure, Game of Thrones is in full effect. I thought, let's do a Game of Thrones thing, and you came back with an equally nerdy Civil War, Marvel Civil War thing. And I was like, yeah, that's cool. Let's let Black Iron decide. And Black Iron decided on Civil War. So I'm actually having trouble uh, staying off Wikipedia and reading the synopsis for the movie. So being here and doing this burger event is really good. It keeps me away from Wikipedia. This is the first time live at an event. We have lots of fun happening here today. Yeah, so we're going to interview some cool folks. We've got uh, the all-female burger club, the Burger Babes, here. We've got some Schweiden Sons representatives here. Uh, hopefully we'll be able to wrangle uh, Russell from Black Iron and talk to him and maybe uh, a few special guests along the way. So this should be a good, a good episode. Stick around.
1: Let's do this. All
0: right, so ladies and gentlemen, can I have your attention, please? Thank you. That was really responsive
1: for a loud bar. Thank you. My name's Rev. I'm with Schweid Sons. Thank you for coming to the uh, Burger & Beer Civil War. We're really excited?
0: Much, much louder than normal. Awesome. All right, so here's how this is going to work, right? You all got a beer? Everybody has a beer? A beer coming? Right now, you all have the Blue Point. It's a beer from Long Island. The first burger that's going to come out is the Iron Burger, right? You're going to come out. You and whoever you're sitting with is going to split that burger. You're going to eat it, I guess. You, you Technically, you could probably sit on it if you wanted, but it's intended for you to eat. Okay? Then what's going to happen is they're going to come out with the next beer, which is the Kelso. It's a Brooklyn-made beer. Following that will be the Masterpiece Burger. That's the Captain America Burger. Everybody get one of these? Everybody has a voting sheet? When you're done eating both burgers, I want you to circle the superhero that represents the burger that you like the best. We'll come and collect them all. We'll put all the correct, we'll add them up. Whichever superhero had the most votes, make sure you put your name on it. We'll pull a name from a hat. One person's going to win a t-shirt, a gift card, an apron, uh, and a high five. Maybe maybe a ten. Maybe a ten. We'll see how you go. Any questions? you guys are great alright if you're checking out on social media we're at Sons. they're at Black Iron Burger uh, the hashtag is very best burger or NYC Burger Week am I just berating you cool alright enjoy this round we're, we'll talk again after the first burger alright thank you yes oh yeah good question alright sorry great question if you guys want to order the Avenger fries or you want more to drink just tell your server if you want the fries all Right. It's, a, it's an upgrade but just tell your server yeah. All right. We're sitting with John Agostini. John Agostini oversees sales for the New York Metro area for Schwab and Sons. John, welcome to the podcast. Why? Thank you. And, and welcome to the event. Why? Thank you. So, from, from a business perspective, this is your account. How long have you been working with Black Iron? Uh, we've been with Black Iron for about three years. And uh, we started when they just had one tiny unit down in Alphabet City, and now we're up to three units, and they're opening a fourth one, as I understand. You're spoken like a true salesman there, calling it a unit. <laughs> well, what can I say? They buy a lot of hamburgers. But, so t- tell all the listeners, what, what is the burger that they're buying here, and what do we do with it, and how do we make it? So Black Iron Burger buys a product we call the All Natural, which is a no hormones, no antibiotics, never, ever product. Mabeth cuts a chuck, round, and sirloin. And uh, they do a great job with it. They buy roughly 2,000 pounds a week, which is a ton of hamburgers. Uh, it is a metric a metric ton, and whatever that means. Well, if you figure, four-ounce burger that they serve, four burgers per pound. So we're looking at 8,000 hamburgers a week. God bless. You're much better at math than I am. Are you? Uh, it was awesome, even though Brad doesn't like that I put ketchup on it. Yeah, I have a question about it. John, you work at a hamburger business, and I watched you. You poured a metric ton of ketchup on your burger. Talk to me. So my family, since uh, as long as I can remember, we're very big lovers of ketchup. And as much as I love hamburgers, I also really love ketchup. And to me, a lot of times food is just a way of transporting the ketchup to my mouth. (laughs) So you, you're not actually a burger guy, you're a ketchup guy. Well, I do love burgers, but <laughs> with ketchup. <laughs> awesome. All right, John, yeah, well, we're going to get on some Avengers here if I was talking a little bit. Thank you. Okay, uh, we're here now with the Burger Babes. It's an all-female hamburger club in New York City and also close personal friends of the podcast. So ladies, I have a few questions for you. Um, now, I know most of your answers to these questions because we've, we've hung out many a time and you are fixtures of the New York City hamburger scene, but
2: how did the Burger
0: Babes come to be?
2: So I think it was August 2012. Um, Four of us, we just wanted to meet for dinner, and we decided to go for burgers. And then kind of as a joke, we said, let's get together next month and try a different burger place. And almost four years later I guess we're we're still doing it so every month we try something else and if there are events in between we hang out with our burger friends
0: so last week I know you all uh, some of you visited BurgerFi at a little burger gathering that I couldn't make it to you get invited to these burger events how did that start happening what when did did it go from being the ladies getting together for burgers to getting invited by restaurants to come try burgers at burger events
2: so, to be honest, we got a creepy, not at the time, but we got an Instagram message from this guy on Instagram inviting us to go to his bar for burgers. And at the time, Instagram was kind of, it, it wasn't as popular as it is now, and it was a little bit creepy. Um, <laughs> so, below lo and behold, um, the three of us went to Hands bar and ended up meeting a bunch of other burger clubs and people in the business similar to us. Um, and then over the years, we just kind of kept in contact and... Um, go to events sparingly, but no, Rev was absolutely the first person to invite us to anything and it's um, we've been best ever since
0: Rev gave, gave a nice fist bump in reaction to that I was also at that event, it sucked just kidding, it was delicious Battle hands was fun What do you guys love about burgers?
3: Well, to be honest, I only... I don't think I can ever eat a plain burger again. I only basically eat cheeseburgers. So I think what I love the most about cheeseburgers is, like, the creamy, yummy, cheesy texture with the burger that usually comes with, like, onions and other... And pickles, hopefully, and other stuff like that.
0: I'm sure it's hard to get the Burger Babes all together for an outing. So is it more fun to eat with the Burger Babes? Is it worth it, or do you guys go out and eat on your own a lot
3: so it's much more fun to eat with the burger babes because they love meat as much as i do and other people just don't get as excited as i do and it's just really nice to be people who have the same passion as you
0: ladies that was great now i just want to ask one more question it's a generic say whatever you want but one of the burger babes has not answered but she has a delightful british accent i just want it on the podcast so say anything you like
3: Okay, so I was invited to join the Burger Babes in August 2013, one year after they started, and it has been one of my most favorite things about New York. The burger scene in New York is incredible, you get to meet so many people, you get to try so many restaurants you wouldn't normally go to, and the best thing is you get to try so many burgers, so I'm very thankful for that.
0: The Burger Babes is totally for fun, right? The point is just a reason to get together, what do you think of the other Instagrammers that are out there that will just go to events because they need food photos? Do you care? Does it matter to you? you just want to eat hamburgers?
3: Um, to each their own, but for us it's all just about the passion of meat.
0: Do you, you guys at the end, do you rate the burgers?
3: We don't necessarily give it like a, a number on a 1 to 10, but while we're eating it, we definitely talk about it, so... Maybe we we'll would be like, oh, this is like the best burger. I would put this burger as my number one on my list. Like, I, we recently went to Salvation Burger, and that was, I would say that's probably right now number one on my list. The sauce, the cheese, it, like everything I just mentioned before, the pickles, the sauce, the cheese. I didn't mind the double patty, which normally I wouldn't necessarily order, but just everything together,
2: it was phenomenal. In terms of, like, reviewing and rating burgers, what we won't do... If we have a bad experience of the burger was bad, like, we're not going to slam it. Like, no matter if it's good or bad, we're still going to post it. We're still going to try to encourage people to go and try it. Like, I don't know. We're not food critics like we don't get paid to do this we just want to go out and have fun so the lot, it frustrates me when people say like overrated burger or like not worth it or terrible service like just just have fun with it you know make people happy to make their own decisions on it
1: all right so my,
0: is there a collective agreed upon favorite burger that the team has eaten I wish I wish we could have taken video of the faces that they made. Oh, Manetta, Bowery Meat Company. What's it gonna be?
2: The question when you when someone asks me, and trust me, like we get this all the time, oh what's your favorite burger? Like, it's hard because you want to catch. It. Like, you know your 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 favorite casual burger, your favorite fancy burger. I don't know. Like, you don't have a number one.
3: Um, if you want to spend some money, maybe your favorite burger is Menendez Tavern or or the Beatrice Inn, delicious burger, but it's cost you over twenty dollars. But I would say my favorite my favorite everyday burger. If someone's coming to New York and they're like, we want a, a good burger, I would probably send them to Burger and Barrel or Salvation if they don't mind waiting. Burger babes.
0: Thank you so much for being on Like, Bite and Share. Yay!
1: Thank you for having
0: us. Alright, everybody having a good time? We're all good? Yay! Our company is called Sons. We've been around for almost 40 years. We've only ever done one thing. We make ground beef. And I'm not joking. When we go to work in the morning, we make hamburgers. And when we leave work at the end of the day, all we've done is make hamburgers. We don't own any trucks. We don't distribute our own meat. That is it, it's the only thing we've done for 40 years. right? We started by our founder, David Schwab, who used to be a packer. Anybody know what a packer is? You do, you know what a packer is? a football player. Yes. Yeah, well, so good call. So the company started on 1978 in the meat packing district. David, there was all these people down there cutting beef, cutting all kinds of meat. David said, I want to make fresh hamburgers. You know who was making fresh hamburgers in 1978? Not true. Butchers, right? If you wanted fresh hamburger meat, you would go to the butcher shop and get some. David was like, I want to do that, but I want to sell it to restaurants. At that time, restaurants were also going to the butcher, but they were grinding it in-house. So he was very kind of revolutionary in the burger space. 1990s, David, grew, I mean, it was a tiny little garage. Pulled down, a couple grinding machines. 1994, David said, I'm making too many burgers. We moved out to Carlstadt, New Jersey. When I tell you we are across the street from the giant stadium, like... We drive past shine Stadium, there's a Dunkin' Donuts and then us. Like we are right there. So it's now the company is run by David and his two sons. So it's family owned and operated. And that's all we've ever done is make fresh hamburgers. So the burger that you're eating here tonight we make, it's called our all natural. It's, so it's no antibiotics, no hormones. It's part of a never ever program, right? So what does that mean? If the cow's in the herd and it's out on the feedlot eating grass and grain and they get sick and they want to give it a little, bit of, a little bit of medicine to make it feel better, they remove it from the herd, right, and it gets ground, it, it becomes something else. The burgers eating here tonight never ever get medicine. Also, that doesn't mean if they get sick, they stay. If they get sick, they remove. But it's going to get a real, real beefy, buttery flavor from it. So any questions? Awesome. Enough propaganda. Next burger's coming out. Everybody got their last beer? Woo. Cool. Thank you very much. I'm f- getting fat. I've been gaining weight steadily since January first, two 2016, and I've realized since talking to George Motz a few weeks ago on a podcast you should go back and listen to if you haven't already, uh, that fries are probably adding to my waistline, but I cannot, cannot, cannot stop myself, no matter how full I am, with our French fries in front of me, within reaching distance, I have to eat them. I was at Bar Bolinas a few weeks ago with our friend Mike Tanzillo from Burger Lift, and I had him move the french fries away from me because I could not stop myself. This is how addicted to fries I am. Now, is it like all fries? Is it covered fries? They gotta have ketchup. What's the deal? Um, They don't have to have ketchup, but I do like ketchup on my fries. Uh, They don't have to have mayo, but I do like to have mayo on my fries. The truffle fry thing is not really my thing, but I'll eat them. The reality is my favorite kind of fry is a really crappy fry because I'll eat it less. But if it's not a really crappy fry, I will eat it crinkle cut Onion ring, it's a fry to me. A tater tot, a uh, uh, what is it? Poutine. It's all fries to me. Last night, I had the Willy Wonka fries at Joe's up on the Upper West Side, which are think, I think I believe are still being served I uh, on the regular menu. But I know they're staying on the board for a couple more days. So this is airing two days after you record it. So you could probably still go up there and get them. Those have cheese curds and sloppy joe chili stuff on it It's they're amazing so he was like all right i'm gonna make curds for these and he made actual macaroni and cheese curds i don't know if you knew that they're like really it's a really soft curd um it's more than i've talked about cheese in a really long time anyway fries are the best and i love them to death and I, they're gonna be the death of me
1: all right, i want to welcome our next guest to the show tonight this is dr ali Hakimi. my position is the director of um, food safety and quality schweidenson's That means basically making sure that everything that leaves our uh, door is uh, food safe and there's no issues with the product in any shape, way or form. Okay, now there's a guidance whether we are safe or not. Do you want to talk about that real quick, what it is and what it means? It is called um, SQF. It's called uh, Safe Quality Food. It's basically a third-party audit where we get audited for our performance throughout the year, once a year. And it basically tells um, our customers the, uh, high, the level of quality and food safety that we incorporate into our into our business. Okay, now there there's multiple levels, right? What incense what, 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 the fall? There is three levels, and we are at the highest level, third level, and our score is usually over well over ninety percent for in terms of our performance in food quality and food safety. Okay, so let's say that the, the people that came in and were looking at it, and we got a one, right? What would happen if we got a one? Well that would uh, basically uh, disappoint a lot of our customers because a lot of our reputation is uh, based on third party reviews and, uh, and what they, everybody thinks of our operation in terms of an, from an objectional point of view. So one would not be welcomed in our, in our facility. Uh, we maintained the level 3 uh, SQF uh, throughout the time I've been there. It is very difficult because you have to ex- exceed all regulatory uh, requirements and be able to meet all the customer requirements as well. The hardest job in the company because if he screws up, which he never does, the entire
0: world goes to bad, bad places. So, But he is very, very diligent about what he does. He works very,
1: very hard. Uh, and when we say quality and safety are number one, I mean, we yes, by all means. It is awesome, and I'm very happy to be here, and I feel bad for people who are not able to participate. So we're here with Tanya and Philip, who
0: have been to more Burger Week events than anyone else in the history of Burger Week. They are real burger fanatics, which means that they are friends of the podcast. And they're also, they also have many fans of the podcast, which make us our best friends in the world. So Tanya, we'll start with you. What first attracted you to New York Burger Week?
2: Well, I, I just I love burgers, first of all, and, uh, and I had some friends who were chefs who were actually participating in a Burger Week event, I think that's how it started, and it just went and it was so much fun, so creative, every event is so different and, and really special, and it's just always a really, really fun time.
0: So Tanya, you've been to multiple events now, and the the first one was the five burgers from five animals paired with five beers from five breweries, which is one of the hardest and weirdest events we've ever done. Any post thoughts on that?
2: It was insane. I, I think that's still my favorite one, but it was so insane. And Do you remember which
0: of those five animal burgers you liked the most?
2: I think it was lamb, because I love lamb.
1: It
0: was so. a donut, right? Oh, that, that's I just remember the donut, the deli donut, or what was it?
3: It was,
1: it
0: was a I don't know, yeah, Ways my, my was the duck burger, the duck sauce, and the duck chicharrones.
2: Yes, I forgot about that, oh, yeah, that was, that was outstanding, too.
0: All right, so, Phil, do you have a favorite one you've been to yet? Oh, well, I always like where I am right now, I mean, no, I like them all, I mean, I'm enjoying the burgers, and, you know, Tanya has shown me the burger way, and I've, uh, <laughs> She's a good woman, you should keep her. <laughs> Phil, which burger did you like more tonight? Uh, Captain America. I the first one, but I thought that was because I was just here and I haven't eaten all day. So, like, I was, like, really into... Yeah. yeah, a lot of people felt that way, but I actually think that you made the right choice. Good to see you. Tanya, what do you think? Was it the first one or the second one?
2: I went with the, I'm sorry, I went with the Captain America burger just because that, that fried egg sent me over the edge. Plus the bacon, of course. So they're split...
0: Split between the two of you. It's a split table. We had, uh, in the end, uh, Captain America, uh, sorry, Iron Man did win. So Phil wins the table, yes. oh. which I think means he wins the night.
1: Wow, 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 wow. Score.
0: Are you guys going to any other Burger Week events this year? Uh, two more. We have
2: three. Yes, yes, Every we will day, be.
0: day to relax. <laughs> so what are the other events you're going to?
2: We will be at Uncle Uncle Sam's on Thursday and uh, Brother Jimmy's on Saturday. But The first year we're doing three. I'm
0: so excited. Good time. We'll see the rest of the events. Very good. Thank you. Awesome. Thank you. So, I'm sitting here with Mike Golden, who well, he is an attendee of uh, the Civil War of Burgers. Mike, how did you hear about this event? You be, but be honest. <laughs> how did you can talk about? I your actually experience. got an email because I went to Burger Week last year. What event did you go to last year? I do not remember the name, but it was a mini burger event. It was the Beer Authority. Pairing what? What brought you? Like, what brings you to Burger Week events? What's appealing about it for you? Well, the burgers, obviously. The burgers, the but why go to a Burger Week event and not just go grab a burger? Because who doesn't want to do eat burgers with a whole bunch of frivolity and fun? I like that answer. It's a good answer. So there. Are, oh wait, I, I already know what your answer to this question will be, yeah. but I want that answer that I want. There are seven Burger Week events every year. How do you pick the one that you pick? The one that Burger Weekly's endorsing. Exactly, the one that Burger Weekly endorses. I love it. I feel like that was a loaded question, but I'm okay with it for this use. Yeah, it was leading, but uh, you know that's why Mike is being interviewed and not any of the other 30 people that are at this event right now. Full um, disclosure, Brad and I are friends. We are friends. So, Mike, there are hundreds of burger choices in New York City. Yep. And I think that's actually an understatement. And there are new burger restaurants opening up literally all the time. Yep. So how do you pick a place to spend your money on a burger? I mean, that's also a very loaded question. You're the only burger blog that I follow. I actually didn't know that would be your answer, but I'm happy it was. But more specifically, pictures of burgers where it's meat, cheese, and bun tend to be the ones that I want to go to. Excellent. Are you excited for these burgers tonight? I am very excited for these burgers. So I don't know if you're a Marvel guy, but this is a Marvel-themed burger night. It's Team Captain America versus Team Iron Man. The Black Iron the Black Iron Man burger versus the Masterpiece Captain America burger. Are you Team Cap or are you Team Iron Man? I don't remember which burger is which. I just said. I don't remember what specifically what's on the burgers of each. Okay. okay. But I never liked Captain America. I am all about Iron Man. Oh! okay i mean he's kind of a pretty boy dissenting opinion i might argue that iron man is also a bit of a pretty boy with more style and pizzazz i am not interested in style and pizzazz i want bacon egg and cheese on a hamburger i mean that i'm worried about that because i think i'm gonna like that burger more all right so real quick hi sonam how are you you're being interviewed for a podcast right now don't make that face how do you decide where you spend your money on your burgers? How do you pick a restaurant to get your burgers?
2: I look on Instagram and I see the one that looks the sloppiest.
0: And what's your favorite Instagram food account?
2: Burger Weekly.
0: Thank you, Sanam. Um,
2: so many loaded questions on the show. All right,
0: it's time for round two of the Civil War of Burgers. All right, so we're here with Victor of Black Iron Burger. My, in my opinion, the best burger in New York City. Hold on, just New York City. Sorry, I misspoke, the best burger.
4: Thank you, appreciate it.
0: And, so Victor, I want to know, how did Black Iron Burger come to be? And now you have three locations in New York City. So tell me about the origin of the restaurant and how you spread
4: around the city. Okay, um, well the, the first restaurant was open in, uh, in the East Village, 2008. Okay, um, we took over of that restaurant in 2013. Um, when it was like a little down, it was like it had a few, a first few years, you know, uh, best new burger nominee from uh, uh, Eat Out Awards, uh, time out. And we saw the potential, we saw, you know, the, the ambience, the, the the concept, we really liked it. We talked to the owner, the owner was doing other stuff, and we went in and we took over, we changed the menu, went all natural uh, burgers, uh, twice and sons, obviously. Uh, We went um, we changed all the menu to uh, in-house everything made in the house house made um, Everything is fresh nothing is frozen So we went around all over the place New York City and the and the and the surroundings trying so many burgers so many burger places, right? Um, So we came up with some very you know very new new ideas a a fried egg on top of a burger which not not many people were doing it like three four years ago now i see more fried eggs on tops of burgers lately uh so you know and then we wanted to take it outside of the east village so we went to midtown west it worked very well then we went to chelsea and it's working very well and we're very happy uh we're doing pop-up markets we're doing um burger bashes um and we're winning we're winning trophies so you know, we're, pretty, we're happy that people are happy what we're doing, which is really the most important thing.
0: Excellent. I like your T-shirts, I especially like the Burger Weekly logo on the back of, of, of this T-shirt specifically. Oh
2: yeah. Although I got to get
0: you the updated logo. <laughs> so you mentioned that you went around the city trying different burgers to find out what was best. Uh-huh. So what were some of the influences on your menu change?
4: Um, umami truffle burger was a big influence, for example. Um, I would say um, um, Burger Joint um, in the in the in the hotel. Um, um, PJ Clark's. We went to, um, you know, we went to Corner Bistro. All this, all the, all the, all the, all the, all the, the classics. classics. Yeah. Um, then, um, then you start, you start, you know, uh, trying, you know, trying your in- ingredients, you know, in the, in the kitchen with the chefs. Um, let's try this. Let's try that. We are from Europe, and we have a, a, a American and European influences. So we try to bring it our our way of of, of doing things into the American culture. New York is open for all every, all new ideas and that's what we're trying to bring what we whatever we can uh, uh, bring to this uh, burger culture which in this country is obviously you know it's huge um, we, and we, we're glad that we can be a part of it and people like what we do awesome. you know hi Victor
0: so two questions what is the hardest part about owning a restaurant business in New York City
4: uh, <laughs> um, what is what what is in the, what is it no what is it um, pretty much having a business uh, a restaurant business, hospitality business in New York City is very hard in many ways. On the on the other hand, is very is very um, rewarding. Once people like what you're doing, and you know, like, then you all this hard work that you put every single day because you open every day of the week, every day of the year, um, nonstop. Um, you know, all this, the weather, you know, the, the the tourists, the the people that don't have the time to eat because you know New York City uh, pace is very you know is very um, it's very, everything is quick, you know, and people don't have the time to sit down and enjoy most of the time, right? So it's very hard on a way and it's very, very rewarding and very, and we're very happy that we, we have business in, the, in New York City too. So. All
0: right, so what is your favorite burger on the Black Iron menu?
4: Listen, um, <laughs> it's like, it's like when you, right, yeah, like you have five children, you have to choose. Um, listen, Black Iron Burger, it has a name of the store for a reason, obviously. When we go to contests, we have a burger, burger contest. Uh, burger Bros We usually take that one As a signature burger And you know we, we won prices Like we won Saratoga Springs um, Festival last year But um, I personally like that one And I would say The Little Italy With the Gorgonzola cheese I'm a, I'm a big fan of blue cheese And Gorgonzola Is a little softer A little creamy it Goes very well With the crispy bacon The coleslaw mayo And the, 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 This chef right here Pedro He's the one who invented the Mushroom Truffle Burger, which is our our, our number one hit right now. After the Black Iron, it's on the same level. So uh, people are going crazy with the Mushroom Truffle, yeah. Uh, (laughs) We don't even make this that sexual. (laughs) But yes, it's slide into the DM. You just slide into into my
0: burger DM. (laughs) I think we might be using that wrong. (laughs) Uh, Which would be the complete opposite of how they're making the burgers here. Everything is right. Absolutely right.
4: Listen, Uh. it's, uh, it's also... It's, it's not just, obviously it's a great meat, it's a great equipment that we have, top of the line uh, griddles, um, uh, chrome griddles. It doesn't add any flavor, so everything is very neutral. But it's also all the work that the chefs and all the team put into it. Uh, without a great team, you're, you're dead. That's what one of the great chefs uh, in Spain says. Um, without a team, you're dead. So if you don't have a team up, up behind it, that put a lot of hours and work, hard work, and love of what you do, it's impossible you know so even if we grow we still want to have that essence where everything is most of the things are made in the house and not you know that the way the good way of doing things translate into the food so that's you know that's love coming into you know uh, transforming into food that's pretty much what we're trying to do
0: awesome so, uh, last round of the voting here brad any thoughts i'm very full i'm very happy and i'm excited it seems like everybody's having a really good time victor thanks so much for hosting Thank this. you yeah Thank you. cheers Thanks, everyone, for tuning in to another episode of Like, Bite, and Share. We hope you found today's interview insightful. If you didn't get a chance to write down everything, no worries. We take the show notes for you. Go to schweidandsons.com slash podcast to find them. If you enjoy the show, we ask for one favor, and that's please give us a rating in iTunes. That helps us to spread the word to others who might find this valuable like you do. If you haven't subscribed to the show yet, please subscribe on your favorite podcast player, so you don't miss a future episode featuring helpful tips from other professionals in the food marketing business. Stay hungry.